Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga. It's the Chris and Joe Show. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News. Now, right, pleasure to be back with you, Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga. Uh, we going on the air yesterday, and all of a sudden we see that there's a, an update in the Gilbert Goon story, and I believe that there is a, a presser going on. Right now. Right now, and our uh, our reporter, Balan Overstoltz, is there uh, covering that. We'll get a, a We'll have him relay to us what exactly is is being said uh, with the latest update. But there were some stories that were updated around the Gilbert Goons yesterday. Gilbert Goons, of course, that group of mostly, and I say mostly, affluent white males in the East Valley, Gilbert area, that have been involved in a number of violent attacks, including one that killed a young man in Queen Creek. Hold on. There there were some updates on stories. Did you not, I, I, did you I not only, have any? I only see six of them in, right? in front of me, and I, I intentionally <laughs> did not. Just to, to let you, the listener, know out there, Chris is more of a digital guy. Yeah. He can get by with the computer. He's very prepared. Right. He's got his screens in front of him. Yeah. Me, I've got to be able to see it. I've got to be able to feel it. Yeah. I've got, you know, right now, uh, why were two minors charged as adults? Gilbert Goons attacks. What does it mean? Chandler Unified Principle on leave is goon related. Uh, right. I have all of those stories. They're claims. just laid out. Yep. Yeah. That Yours plus are... all the, the, the <laughs> Preston. There was more in the Preston Lord investigation today. I officially also, ruled a homicide. I should also point out that with all of the different printing you do, Joe doesn't believe in recycling. So if oh, no, the I do. It goes in the recycle bin. Some sort of uh, an Armageddon. You can blame this guy right here. It goes in the recycle bin. What happens after, after it goes in there? <laughs> not my problem. I'm a blue bin guy. All right. Can we start then? I don't know if, where you have it as a story. I wanted to start with the, the principal that is on leave now. Mm-hmm. The the principal of, is it Riggs Elementary? Is that right, Joe? Correct. Uh, Riggs Elementary in uh, in Gilbert. It's Chandler Unified, but Riggs Elementary is in Gilbert. Do I have this correct? Is that the way you're reading it as well? Has a stepson who is accused of being a goon at another school. So this principal all of a sudden is on leave. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. This is what I don't know. What does that mean that they're on leave? Does that mean that they took leave? Yeah, did did she choose it? Or right. was she forced on it? Right. What does I, that mean she's on leave? Uh, to me, it means she's not at work. She's just not there. But again, we don't know if if she went to her bosses and said, you know what, I think it's best if I step aside, mm-hmm. which is very different than your superiors coming to you and saying, we think it's best that you step aside for the time being. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And now you've got two East Valley parents filing another lawsuit in the uh, the violence cases. And we had this up on our uh, KTAR.com, where, by the way, you can pull up uh, the video of the show and you can see that uh, Joe is actively cutting trees down as we speak, uh, while I simply work from a computer like it's this century. Uh, Joe Beth Palmer, in a lawsuit filed this week, um, Maricopa County Superior Court said her 16-year-old was attacked at a Mesa Park on the 29th of May last year. The person who set up the attack, according to the lawsuit, was the stepson of the principal of Riggs Elementary in Chandler. That principal, Jamie Lander, is currently on leave, according to the Unified School District, Chandler Mm -hmm. Unified School District. So this is where all of a sudden things tie together. Now, what was the alleged, and I want to say alleged, nobody's been found guilty, blah, 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 you get all that stuff. What are they saying the kid did? They're saying the kids set up some of these violent encounters. Correct. So even if he wasn't throwing punches, he's the one that was making sure, hey, why don't you meet us at In-N-Out? we got some things to talk about. Okay, great. Or why don't you meet us at this park and we can uh, hammer out the uh, the issues that we're having or whatever, right? So this guy is drawing victims in, right? He's setting the bait. 
but when the cops sat down and talked with him, they at one point asked him and he produced a video and the cops said he definitely took what appeared to be some sort of a fighting stance in that video. And then but the, the video didn't show him fighting. That video didn't show him fighting. Yeah. But then the police seemed to have evidence that he was involved in fighting. And one of the lines that really stuck out to me was from an AZ Central story as one of the police is talking to this principal from Riggs Elementary. Yeah. And the interview, I took it to mean that mom sat there and said, hmm, hmm, mm. we're done. And then basically just said, like, no, we're not going to give you any more information. You took that a very different way. Yeah, it's funny how you say that because the the story is that uh, the, the principal, Lander is her name, Jamie Lander, uh, this is the stepmother of the, the kid who's accused of being one of the goons. And again, all part of the, the, the latest lawsuit now that's been filed. And I think we're going to see more and more of these roll out. So Lander said, this is from the AZ Central story. Lander said uh, there were some accusations about uh, Keener's son. This is Richard Keener who filed that initial claim against the, the Gilbert police. Six and the million school dollar system. claim. Right, Five right. million for his son, million for him. So this was interesting to me because I felt like she was going not just mama bear. I understand I'm going to protect my kids. I understand the instinct to go mama bear. This felt a little different. So she says that there were some accusations about Keener's son that could explain why he was targeted in the attack. Yeah. The report. She said that she and her colleagues in the district were receiving calls about this son's behavior and that Keener wasn't being held responsible for his son's actions. So she's victim blaming. Right. Either that or she's trying to allude to an idea that Keener's son started it. Well, she, I, I guess by backing his head into somebody's brass knuckles. She went on and, and elaborated. She said that there were also accusations about Keener's son, uh, why he was targeted in the attack, saying that she and her colleagues in the district were receiving calls about his son's behavior. <laughs> so when the detective then told her and the father uh, that he was going to refer her stepson for charges for robbery, mm-hmm. like, listen, he's going to get charged. That's when... The 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 principal here, who in this case, not a principal of the school of the attack, but she's a principal in the district. And her son is one of the goons, allegedly. She and her husband became upset. Yeah. So the cop says, we're going to charge him. They went ballistic, but they took two different tacks. One, father says, OK, OK, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What can we do? And that's when the detective claims that the father referenced another attack video saying, listen, you guys see that other video? I know who this kid is that did the attacking. So all of a sudden, the father's like, hey, wait a minute. I got something you want, right? Wait, oh, you're going to charge my kid? Well, hold on now. because I do might, know more. I got something you might need here, right? So there, he's got a little ch- chip in his pocket. To which the mom, and this is what you were saying, Joe, and I read it differently than you did. How yeah. did you say? I said I, I took it to mean um, she she went, hmm, hmm, nope, we're done. Okay. When the detective asked for the name of the person that did the attacking, Lander made, and I'm quoting now, she made an audible, and this is what you said, mm-mm, nope, we're done. Mm-hmm. I read it as to say she made an audible, mm-mm, nope, we're done. In other words, she wasn't going mama bear. She was going Karen in the wild is what she was doing. What's the difference? Mm, mama bear will fight. So uh, I'm saying defend. it's more mama bear. She what went if- on the attack, and if she... I 
I got the feeling she was pulling privilege. I got the feeling she was like, Mm-mm, we're done. We're out of here. You're not going to do this to us. We don't take that. I mean, I'm not. I pay your salary. I'm not a parent of a child. I've never been questioned by the police, but that doesn't seem like a very good strategy to me. Mm-mm. You are the parent in the room here. You tell me and if, if you're in that, that situation. How, did you cop the, what did you say, Karen in the wild approach? Karen in the wild. Not Mama Bear. This is Karen in the wild. Mm-hmm. No. And why it don't you do that? Didn't go well for my child that faced the arrest. I will, uh, I will give you the ins on that. Does that sound? Yeah. We'll dive into the why. Why would a professional like this risk her career to lash out at the detectives, even if she's just being non-compliant? I say she's being obstructive. You say non-compliant. Mm-hmm. I feel like the emotion of fear is a big reason why, and we're going to dive into that next as we explore what's the why on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Here. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Am I right on this? Pablo just gave us an update. They're they're doing they're doing another presser in the East Valley talking about the Gilbert Goons case. And Pablo, is that uh, is that what our reporter just let you know that the Gilbert police are trying to ID some of the victims I, from the I'm, videos? Well, sorry about that. I'm monitoring it myself. Sorry, okay. I know I'm supposed to be pinned to your show, but yes, I'm monitoring myself. And so far... That the, would make one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chief has said uh, they've had one new investigation. They have, they're going to talk about it. But he first came out and they showed videos. Um, one of the garage, remember that incident, uh, Joe? They needed to, uh, to identify the, ki- the kid on the ground. And there was another incident that happened where um, two individuals inside of a car were being attacked. And they need to identify those two individuals. And then there was another incident on the side of a road where they need to identify that. So the, basically they've just come out. Three and, new incidents or yeah, three incidents where they're looking for help identify, from the public correct. to identify who the suspects were So, so far, and I'll, I'll keep monitoring and let me know. I'll let you guys know if I hear Can anything. I just, just as an aside here. Mm-hmm. These are crimes that were committed that literally these guys would would have gotten away with had they not recorded themselves. Like, they don't know who the victims are because the victims haven't come forward. You're probably right. In other words, had you not posted a video of yourself beating somebody up in a car, that nobody would... There, there would be chance, no charges. Word of mouth could have gotten out and gotten them in trouble. Doesn't still, matter unless but, you know who a victim. But there's now that's like, well, we have evidence we can't ignore. Now we got to go find the victims. But word of mouth is just hearsay. But video is like, well, okay, now we got evidence. Well, you would have victims saying, "Hey, I got beat up. It happened at this time here." And then you could have word of mouth saying, "Hey, we did this or that at this." It doesn't this matter if, they, if there's no evidence of a crime, if it's just hearsay. Well, wouldn't but you have a victim saying, hey, I've got a black eye? Obviously, no. They don't know who the victims are. If you had a victim, then you'd say, yes, we can charge them for a crime. But if nobody's come forward and all you have are people, rumors that somebody got beat up, but you don't have anybody that got beat up. The video that they filmed themselves. The video says, look at us beating somebody up. Yeah. And again. The video from the goons. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it was surveillance video in most of these instances. So dumb. Joe, the uh, the principal uh, is now on leave from Riggs Elementary in Gilbert, which is part of the, the Chandler Unified District. Um, she has, according to the reports that we get from the Republic, has been uncooperative with the detectives who've been investigating, right? Um, she sat down and talked to him, but doesn't seem like she gave up all she knew. I got to tell you. One of the things that strikes me about this case, we know that it's affluent, well-educated people for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
But they are so dumb. The dumbest thing here is how smart they think they are that they go talk to detectives about potential violent assault cases without an attorney. Like they, the arrogance, it wafts off of them. Like it's, it's just coming out of their pores. They're sweating arrogance and you can smell it from a mile away because they walk in knowing that their son is being looked at for at best robbery charges, at worst violent attacks. And they go, we can just sweet talk our way out of this. Somebody's not watching enough investigation discovery. Somebody is not getting enough of this. And this is part of what I'm telling you is Karen in the wild. Mm-hmm. If this is mama bear, She's going to go, listen, detective, we want to help as much as we can. We plan to fully cooperate. But at this time, we're going to talk with our lawyer and we're going to follow the advice of our attorney. Boom. Pretty straightforward. That's how mama bears do it. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to defend you as best I can. And if I feel like you're being attacked, I'll keep them at bay. This one's going full Karen. And there's a guy, uh, Bill Shakes, had a line once and he wrote, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Mm. Are you getting that vibe? Definitely. My, my big question is what's going on behind the scenes when when this mom and her husband get home and they're sitting down with their kid and they're around the dinner table. How does that conversation play out? What's going on? there? OK, so is, is it, hey, we know you didn't do anything here and we think you're totally innocent. No. Or are they grilling the kid going, what the heck did you do here? Mm. Like, how did this happen? Like, like. What is going on behind the scenes? Because every family is different. They're all unique. But I sit there and I try to I try to dive deep into I want to know what goes on when they sit down at the dinner table after an an interrogation or right, a, a conversation, however you want to you know classify it with police. How, how does that conversation go with their kid when the cops aren't there? I'm just going to guess. Based on some experience here, but I'm just going to guess that. Because you said your kid was in big trouble and you had a conversation with the cops. My wife did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that in this case, and I'm I'm trying to evaluate based on what the behavior is that I see. I'm trying to think how it would be. As soon as they got in the car, they go, can you believe they're doing that? Can you believe that he's saying that our son did this? I mean, they don't even have any evidence. And so now they're, they're sort of fighting to maintain denial. They just don't think their kid did anything, and the oh, I cops think, are totally barking up the wrong tree. I think in the back of their minds, they know their kid did something, but they're going to defend their kid, and part of defending that kid is denying their kid did anything wrong, even even to themselves. Isn't that delusion? Yes, but I think that's normal. I think that's part of the fight or flight. This is the way that they, we're going to fight the people, but we're going to fly away from reality. Absolutely. Now, this is a little bit different, too, as far as raising kids. So my daughter... I get up one day, I'm doing a morning show, and so I'm getting up before my wife, and I go into the bathroom, and uh, in the morning, it's like, I don't know, 3.30, something like that, maybe it was 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, I was getting up early. Really early. <laughs> really early. So I, get, I check, my phone has a voicemail on it, and I thought, who was calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And it was my wife, she left that voicemail from a couple of hours before. She says, I don't know what to do, I'm at my wit's end. You've already gone to bed. I didn't want to wake you up. But as soon as you went to bed, I got a phone call from the police and our daughter got caught shoplifting. Mm. Right. Which, listen, anybody that's ever had kids knows kids get in trouble sometimes. They do some dumb things. They make bad decisions. This was hers. And she says, I just don't know what to do. She got caught shoplifting. And now she's I had to go pick her up from jail. You know, this sort of thing. I think she was 
15 at the time, something like that, 14, 15 years old. But we're not just talking about a pack of gum here or something. It, it was, was serious just, enough that the cops stopped from, her. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a shirt. It was a top from Sears. Gotcha. So, I mean, total value on this is less than 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not a pack of gum, but also she wasn't, you know, sure. stealing the, the nuclear codes either. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... There was a diversion program that she went through, and she had to see the inside of the whole process. And But, yeah, I got to tell you, in our case, we didn't go through denial. It was like, listen, we're going to throw ourselves at the mercy of the court and whatever they say that we do. And we told our daughter, listen, they're going to give you an opportunity for a diversion. You're going to take it. Do you think some of it was that way because the crime that your daughter was accused of, you knew that there was diversion, there was a pretty easy way out here. What the Gilbert goons are being accused of here... You're talking long time Could in prison. Include murder, sure. In some cases, I think. I allegedly. think that, I think that ups ups the ante for. Like for if the, you're your wife and you at that point, if your daughter's being accused of you know, not just a petty theft, let's yeah. say it's a a grand larceny or something. Let's say it's a couple thousand a dollars deal. of stuff. Sure. Does that make you? More apt to go down the, hey, we need to get a lawyer, yes. and we need to double down here, and we need a united front. We really need to yes. you know, figure out what's going on here. Absolutely would. And probe a little deeper with our daughter and get her head screwed on straight and give her a scared straight moment. If we're moment. being smart, yes. But you're also in the fog of the moment, too, even as the parents. And so, yeah, you, re- you rely on your legal counsel to do all of that heavy lifting. And that's why I think... This whole talking to the the detectives that the 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 principal on leave without an attorney front, without an attorney is the height of arrogance one and then two I think it shows just how confused they are and she just goes in there saying no you don't have anything and the problem is you know what is the victim is the guy you should be looking at like this isn't Hollywood no 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 that's not what's happening here right I mean even if this guy irritated your son I'm sorry he was bothered. Probably brass knuckles were not the right solution here. It feels like this is one of those cases of protesting too much. And I can't blame the principal for defending the stepson, but I do think we've got a Karen in the wild situation here. So do you feel like the parents of the goons are helping or hurting their kids' cases? 602-277-KTAR. Do you feel like the parents of the goons are helping or hurting their kids' cases. 602-277-KTAR. And after nearly four months, the parents of Preston Lloyd, the young man who was beaten to death last fall in Queen Creek, they're getting answers that no parent wants. The worst news is what we all expected, and it's next on KTAR News. One of the principals of a school in Gilbert, whose son, stepson is accused of being uh, one of the goons who have been uh, beating people up of late, uh, is um, now on leave. Um, reports are not exactly being the most cooperative when it comes to talking with the uh, with the detectives. Uh, Joe, I would contend that she's, she's not only not being cooperative, but she's going one step further, and she's kind of gone... F- Karen in the wild. Accusatory here. almost. She's accusatory. Like, listen, you cops are doing your jobs wrong. You need to find out why this kid needed his butt kicked. Like, whoa, I don't know. Oh, that's really what I want out of my elementary school principal. So the fact that she's talking to the cops right now and she's saying, like, you know, the victim isn't innocent here makes me suppose that I have nothing to do with any of the goon stuff. But suppose I have a kid in elementary school and, I, and my kid's principal is making headlines because 
not only is her stepson, who I, I go, okay, well, listen, you know, maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree here, but uh, I get you're a parent, kids do some other things. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean you can't, you know, be a principal. But when I see that she's making excuses and that she's victim blaming, it really gives me pause saying, is my kid going to be safe in her school? If my kid gets beat up at lunch, is she going to be looking to figure out why my kid needed a beating like she's doing with somebody else's kid? Hmm. Wow. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't make that connection. But as a parent, I, th- I think that's a logical place for you to go. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, as parents go, uh, the the ME came back and said Preston Lord uh, died of uh, homicide officially. This was the kid in Queen Creek that got beat up at the Halloween party and mm-hmm. died. Then they had video of him in the street being beaten. We knew it was homicide. We knew he was killed, but somebody else said, but now officially. So I don't think you're going to be able to come back and say, well, you know, we had, uh, we had uh, blood sugar issues or something, right? I mean, now we've got an ME examination that says homicide. The whole reason or the biggest reason that the Gilbert goons are a big story is that Preston Lord investigation though. Yes. If he would not have lost his life, I still wonder what are the odds that these cases would have blown up to the effect that they did because it would just be looked at potentially like, Hey, this is kids being kids. Hey, they're upset about shoes or they're upset about this or that, or it's, it's just a dirty look in the hallway. But when you kill somebody because you beat them so severely, it takes on a whole different sure life. And then all of a sudden you've got the, the investigative reporters from the Arizona Republic that are connecting the dots that the cops never did, right? So, yeah, it does take on a whole new life. Maria is in Tempe. Maria, what's your what's your thought on this? Are the parents helping or hurting their kids when they're the not being cooperative? are hurting them. Okay. The parents are hurting them. First of all, second of all, would, I would not want my kids to go to that lady's school. And you know what? I hope. Yeah. I'm sorry I said Thanks. that, but That's, yeah. they deserve it. She's a nice lady. Not a nice lady. Not a nice Not lady. Impressed. I hear you. Thanks, Maria. Appreciate you. So Maria says, forget it. I wouldn't want my kid going to that school and they need to sue the snot the, out of them. Sue the, the stepmom and the father. Well, they are. They are suing them. The latest lawsuit, and you'll see this up on the uh, KTAR.com uh, news page is that two more parents are suing, uh, including they're suing uh, the person who set up the attack, the stepson of the principal of Riggs Elementary in Chandler. Um, so the principal is currently on leave, according to Chandler Unified. And yeah, I mean, I mean there's going to be more lawsuits coming out because we know we only know a handful of victims here, right? And we're protecting the identities of many of these victims because they're all underage. But as the latest update was coming out of Gilbert just now, we also learned that there are 12 active or 12 open cases. I guess active is a very dangerous word to use with the Gilbert PD. Is it is it active? Is it inactive? But there are 12 open investigations and a 40 arrests total is the number that they've thrown out there. So our reporter, Balan Overstoltz, was out there today, and we'll have him on the horn here um, in our in our last segment. I did want to check with Richard, though. Richard is in Santan. Richard, you're, I mean, listen, some of these kids are from Santan Valley. So, I mean, are, do you feel like the parents in, you know, talking to the cops but not really saying much are they helping or hurting their kids i think they're hurting their kids 
I've listened to this story when it first broke and have been listening to it this whole time. First of all, you don't have to have a 4.0 grade average to use common sense. If you're going to get questioned by the police, you need to have legal counsel, first of all. Thank you. I mean, come on. It, it doesn't take a 4.0 grade average to, to know that. <laughs> you know, and these, these detectives are probably just licking their chops. You got an unsolved murder here, for crying out loud. Yes. I would be scared to death. Yes. Especially if it's my, if my kid or my stepkid. There's no way I'm opening my mouth. Do you think, no way. Do you think, Richard, that we've got a case where the, they think that they're smarter than they really are? The parents in yes, this case. Yes, absolutely. You hit it on the head. Yeah. I, I just, I, I feel like they're so incredibly arrogant and they think they're really, like, I'm the principal of a school. Like, I'm the smartest person in that building. Surely I'm smarter <laughs> than these dim-witted detectives. No, they're yeah, good at their jobs. Right on the head, yeah. for sure. Thanks, Richard. Great to hear from Thank you, buddy. You. Thank you. Even with the cases that aren't the Preston Lord you know, homicide investigation, though, mm-hmm. I feel like even that, that's a pretty dang serious thing. I mean, you talk about the the case involving Rick Keener's son. That's somebody who was hit in the back of the head with brass knuckles. And when he was looked at by you know EMTs, by, by hospital folks, they said, hey, if this was, it was like basically a fraction either way, you could have died. Sure. Like, of course. We're talking life and death here with any of these beatings. And her response, the stepmother of, the, of one of the accused is, well, did you ask what he did wrong? Uh, I don't know. Was it not wearing his brass knuckle proof helmet that day? I don't know. What did he do wrong? Even if I did something that upset you, Joe, let's say that I every day I ran over your cat in front of you. Mm-hmm. and You love nothing more in this world than your cat. I've uh, seen you with Kelly it. Kelly Popowski. Big baby. You guys are you have a bond. Mm-hmm. And let's say that I did that. Yeah. You still don't get to punch me in the back of the head with brass knuckles. No, no, I'd be livid. You get to call the authorities and say I was abusive towards your cat or something. Right. But again, if this if the kids, if the goons had an issue with Keener's son, there's an avenue to pursue. And even if you wanted to say, well, you know, back in the 50s, we'd go settle this ourselves. That's mano y mano out under the bleachers at the school. That's not what this is. This is a bunch of people jumping a guy with brass knuckles and you and i need to dive into this more too yeah it's fight culture i don't mean like fight clubs and stuff like that but where i grew up and just the lifestyle that i grew up with it was not okay to you know throw the first punch ever my dad taught me hey joe you're going to defend yourself you're not going to take you know crap from anybody yeah but you're not going to go around and beat up other kids either but it seems like for whatever reason these kids grew up totally different where it's okay to go up to somebody and not even with your fists. It's okay to go up with four, five, six, seven, ten of your buddies, grab a weapon, grab brass knuckles, get whatever you can find, and clock somebody in the back of the head, sucker punch them. I believe it's the parents these days. And it I well do. might be. But just the the fight culture that I feel like is out there now is... It just makes me shake my head That's until an I don't take. get it. That's an interesting take. Um, I'd love to explore that some more. So, hey, Arizona law actually means that some of these minors are facing major trouble and could be doing time with the worst of the worst. Another good reason to don't talk to the cops without your attorney because your kid could be joining a, a brutal prison gang if you keep getting them in more trouble. That's next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. 
Chris and Joe. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. It's the Chris and Joe Show. I'm Chris Merrill. He's Joe Zinga. And we've been discussing the latest as this teacher at one of the elementary schools in Chandler Unified. However, the school, uh, Riggs Elementary, is in Gilbert. Her stepson is one of the names being tossed around as one of the Gilbert goons. By the way, I saw the, uh, you know, in all these charges that they've had, they have a couple of minors who've now been charged as adults. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I'm not using, we're not using their names, right? No. Okay. Even though their names are being listed in other publications and they're being charged as adults, we're not going to name them because, frankly, unless you know them, who cares, right? Uh, so here's the deal on this, though, is that basically because one of them, I believe, has the felonious history, and because these are violent crimes, Arizona law says, no, you're participating in some nasty stuff. You're over 15. We're hitting you with, with big boy Charges mm-hmm. is what's happening. So now all of a sudden, get ready. You're going to have to figure out which prison gang you want to join. Oof. Yeah. Man. We've got uh, Ballon Overstoles, our reporter, who was out at the latest press conference that just wrapped up a few minutes ago. Ballon, bullet point for us. What were the one, two, three biggest takeaways? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm right outside the Gilbert Police Headquarters right now. And some of the biggest takeaways, well, one, we did get another update on how many investigations, how many arrests have been made by Gilbert Police. So since February 2022, which is how back some of these cases go, there have been 40 arrests made, 26 of those in 2024. And right now, Gilbert Police are sitting on 12 new open investigations. And another big thing of note, two of those are new investigations. One of these happened, uh, they believe it could have happened at that in and out the infamous in and out many of these cases have happened at around August last year and another one that happened last summer near Guadalupe Road and Freestone Parkway. Both of these cases, police are asking for the public's help to identify people in videos and pictures that you can find on the Gilbert uh, Town website. Ballon, is there anything else that came out of that? Did we have an opportunity to hear about the, the principal that's uh, that's on leave now? Is Did that come up at all? It did come up. It came up at the end. I did want to ask more, but what we did find out is when police looked into that case, they identified there was no threat is what they came up with from that. No threat as far as, oh, her stepson? Made by the stepson. I see. Okay. All right. So... Wait, can you explain that a little bit more, Bowen? What What do you mean there was no threat made there? Yeah. Again, what we were told at the end of the press conference here was when police looked into that case and they did their investigation, they did not find an actual threat had been made, and that's where the investigation was closed. Okay, so they're not going to charge him even though they hinted that they might charge him with like, robbery? That specifically we don't know yet. Um, maybe hopefully at a future press conference we can dig into that a little deeper. All right. Your gut on this press conference, did you get what you wanted out of this? Because you said you wanted to ask some more questions. You didn't get those. I feel like, did they cut this off early? What was the, I mean, who was running the show on this? I uh, I think it went about how the same, how these pressers usually go. They, they take a a fair amount of questions and then they throw out a two question warning um but again this press conference the focus was really on those two new cases those were new to us so we were asking questions related to who some of these people in them might have been and specifically when they happened and the police were really really forward with asking for the public's help in these cases do you feel like the police are on the ball in terms of these investigations bowen you mentioned that there's 12 open investigations here or do you feel like they are desperate and just fishing for help from the public. 
I mean, at the end of the day, that's not something I have the total insight into. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And there's a a lot of the questions we ask, you know, the response is that will be answered, you know, when that investigation concludes. What I can say is through these press conferences, they have opened new investigations consistently. So there's at least a sense of movement. Hmm. Last one for me, Bowen, and something that I picked up on a week or two ago. Did the Gilbert police chief, did he ever use the word Gilbert Goons or the phrase Gilbert Goons? The phrase Gilbert Goons has come up in police documents from Gilbert. Uh, He's used it in response to questions, but it seems to be their baseline is to avoid using that word, especially because when that does come up, if we ask a question relating to the Gilbert Goons, the answer always circles back to, more information will come out when the investigation into if the Gilbert Goons are a criminal gang. When yeah. that investigation concludes, you'll have more answers. And it, was there any movement on that question? Because that's I think a lot of us are wondering. Yeah, I asked. Uh, again, I knew he wouldn't give us the that investigation's going on, right? And I knew yeah. that's what he would say. So I tried asking if there's any common factors or commonalities in the all these cases that we've seen. And he seemed to indicate there are commonalities. But again, we're not going to know what those are until that investigation wraps up. All right. Ballin Overstoltz, uh, part of the uh, the crack team of the KTAR Newsroom. Ballin, great work, as always. Thanks for staying on top of this, my friend. Uh, we'll shift that. gears a little bit here. If you've ever chased the American dream, you might be wondering if it was all pie in the sky. The reality is your dreams are less likely to come true now than ever before. We'll show you how to settle for less next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News.